Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we've been in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. Uh, yeah, I guess we're not really getting outside. Maybe, maybe we are. Um, hey everybody, welcome. Uh, this will be a fun one. In this episode, I'm talking with Greg Casto from Rochester Running Company. And we're going to do a uh, fun little thing where we do, I guess, a cross-posting thing where uh, he's going to release this on their channel and I'm going to release it on my channel. It's going to be really great. But hey, welcome back to uh, Running Inside Out Podcast. It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, Wild and wacky times. You know, some of us, I think we've always wanted to live in interesting times. And uh, as of April 4th, we are living in an interesting time, and I kind of wish that uh, maybe we went back to boring times. You know, that'd be kind of neat. Back when it was boring and we took uh, hanging out for granted, and uh, yeah, well, let's, um, let's have some interesting running talk with Mr. Casto, who's going through some... Uh, fun new uh, reinventions of himself as well. I hope we're going to talk about the Rochester Running Company's new Patreon and all the cool people that he's talking about. And uh, if you haven't, check out uh, Socially Distant Neighborhood. Um, check out the Rochester Running Company's Patreon. Um, there'll be links to those in the show notes. And I'd like to uh, continue to thank the podcast Patreon supporters. Um now that I got a new computer and I got everything all set up here, um, now I just got to, like, talk to people. And not being on Facebook has really kind of been a little hamstring to that, but I got some ideas, so we're going to go with those. Um, anyways, let's get into uh, the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even and most definitely the feelings of runners just like you. Yo. Hey. How's Are you there? Going? Yeah, I'm here. Don't you hear me? I don't know what you're doing. I'm right here. I brushed my hair, you know, so I'm good. <laughs> That's more than I did. <laughs> well, I went, I, I ran today and uh, I took a shower, so that's something. That's that's. Two things more than I did today. <laughs> well, I also worked. How about that? Yeah, there you go. That's another thing too. <laughs> I've been, I've been playing video games, and I went for a walk, and I did some puzzles, and and I made calzones. So, uh, that sounds amazing. It sounds like you had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was a great day. Actually, I, uh, I. So, you know, not for, not for nothing. And, and I think we all need to understand that what's happening now is pretty terrible and weird and unprecedented. And who knows what's going to happen on the other side of this whole thing. But all that being said, okay, like everybody's talking about, oh, I'm doing this house project. I learned to 
I learned to knit. Like I'm taking up guitar again. I made some calzones. I did puzzle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I woke up. I tried to figure out why certain results weren't filing. I emailed a couple executives and tell them that we got it all sorted out. I, uh, I cleaned up the house because my kids left it a disaster. I did a load of dishes. I did a load of laundry. I went for a run. Um, then I came home and we made dinner and like it, uh, it so for me, th- and this is a Saturday, like, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't, yeah. and, and legitimately doesn't, uh, feel much, uh, it doesn't feel like it's downtime other than like, I, I don't I, see my friends, you know? Uh, yeah. I saw a meme the other day that said something like, you know, I always I said that I would clean my house if I had more time to do it. And then I realized that wasn't the issue. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, I feel like I I don't think I've learned any new skills since the quarantine either, because the calzone I was thinking tonight as I was making it for the first time. I don't think it's a new food. It's just pizza. It's like (laughs) I, I was like, oh, I'll make this new dish. And it, ultimately, it was just a pizza that you fold in half. It's, it's, and it takes and longer to cook. The only other, <laughs> and then the only, yeah, exactly. And the only other thing that I've been doing is playing video games, which I haven't done since I was 13. And then we just started doing it again, and now I'm addicted. Wow. So, yeah, I don't think I'm doing any like of those new healthy pursuits that a lot of other people seem to be doing. And, and I think that's okay. I mean, you know, like, what are you supposed to do during a global pandemic? I mean, it's not like, you know, and I guess I, I think about that, you know, because when you read history books, right, or when you're in class and you're learning about, uh, just say, even our country's history, you learn about these times when things happened, but they're, they're in a book and, like, you didn't experience them. And so you hear yeah. about, like, the Great Depression, or you hear like the Tennessee Valley Act or, you know, you hear about all these mobilizing events, even like the Civil Rights March. And you, you mm-hmm. sort of you see these things from afar and you like wonder, well, OK, say that that involved two million people and the population of the country was one hundred and thirty five million people. What were the other thirty three yeah. million doing at that time? <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably not making history. No, they were probably, I mean, they weren't playing video games, but, you know, they were, they might have been, you know, playing Pinochle or something. Yeah, going on with their lives somehow. Hey, so, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you, you know, what, this is what we do, you know? I mean, I, I can say that I am without the daily commute, um, I'm and without, like, running around the office, I do feel, I mean still stressed because now I'm trying to do like really important things like far away, but um, mm-hmm. that daily commute isn't there. So I am finding a little bit more time. Like I am just putting on my shorts and going out to run like yeah, that that's, uh, you know, I mean, it's been two weeks and it's been uh, 30 miles, but that's, you know, that's more than what I managed to do in a long time. So I, I am getting that. I am leveling up all my heroes in Marvel Contest of Champions. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bonus. Yeah. 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 I, I don't I don't know how stressed I am right now. I think I'm more like anxious um, about everything. But yeah, no, it, it, I definitely am finding a little bit more time 
to do things, especially going for a run, because there's not much else to do. So it ends up being like the easy thing to do. If you only have a half an hour, I might as well go for a run. Yeah. And that's that's the mode I'm trying to get myself into, although I really should, I guess, in a way. I mean, I still haven't done my taxes, um, which is, you know. You have till July now, though. No, no. See, you don't. That is a that is not true. That is fake news. Um, What? People who have payments have until July to pay. You still April fifteenth uh, is still the filing date. Gotcha. So, oh. yeah. Good thing that I did mine back in February. Yeah, you know, Ellie, um, Ellie Pell was on my case about that. She's like, "You don't file on January one. <laughs> like, how could you give up?" And I was like, "I used to before I had a house and a wife and deductions and you know, like now it's yeah a thing. I." I did mine at the end of the day at work when I got my W-2. It took me 14 minutes, and <laughs> I would immediately knew how much money I got back. And so it was a very exciting moment for me. Yeah, I can imagine. And if you knew now what you – if you knew then what you know now, would you have done something different <laughs> with your tax refund? Um. Probably not. I maybe I shouldn't look at it this way, but I kind of look at my tax refund as like a gift from the government. Mm. And like, you know, if if grandma gives you money for Christmas, then I want to spend that on a gift instead of saving it. So, okay, I I don't think that's the smart uh, financial advice, though. (laughs) That's fine. Um, I I think. Um, uh, an older an older set of folks would say that that was a loan that you gave the government. <laughs> That's um, true. But I can't say that I thought any differently than you. Um, back when back when I was in a similar situation. So I mean, hey, you had it. Yeah. Part of it is that I never know how much I'm going to get back, or if I'm going to have to pay, because I just don't. I truly don't understand how it works, and so I'm. Always just excited to see that number. Every time that I do it, I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. And so it doesn't feel like a loan because I don't know how much I gave them. <laughs> it's it's like you've, you've figured out a way to actually, like, surprise yourself. Like I figured out a way to enjoy taxes. Well, you know, maybe you shouldn't tell John about this financial philosophy of yours. <laughs> like, I never know yeah, if I'm going to get a paycheck or if I'm going to owe John money for working here. <laughs> you know, either one is likely. <laughs> John, I'm sorry. Here's the 75 bucks for this week. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So, um, I saw that John put out a video saying that he was working at his home office and you were working at the store. So mm-hmm. you're actually going in and like filling orders and stuff like that. So I'm going in a couple hours a day. Um, definitely filling some, whatever orders come in. It's not like they we're not Amazon fulfillment center. Like we're definitely not getting tons of orders every day, but um, 
every, every now and then we'll get something for a pair of shoes or whatnot. Um, but also, uh, this is kind of a busy time because we're switching over our whole inventory system and, and register system to another company. Hmm. So it's been, I definitely have stuff to do in the shop. So I have been going in for a couple hours each day. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I guess it's a good time to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, in, in some ways it's, um, it's a blessing that this happened right now because we had been planning on switching over everything right now anyways. And a lot of it was just hard. It would have been hard to do with the store open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's weird to, it's weird to think of it in terms of like, well, it's great that I'm not working because I can do all these things for my work. <laughs> like, um, uh, yeah, I've been trying to do stuff from home too, as much as I can. Uh, but it is nice in some ways right now, the store is like a second home because nobody else is allowed in it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have to feel too much like I'm going out into public, but um, trying to do as much from home as I can. Yeah. I, um, my team and I, we were, um, uh, some people might not know I work for a hospital. So my team and I, we were uh, 100% working from home starting the week of March uh, 18th. So I was in, I was on ampersand mountain over St. Patrick's day weekend. <laughs> and um, we had been talking about, we were seeing like ampersand is in a fairly, I don't know. It's fairly close to Saranac you know, like, and so you get, mm -hmm. um, cell phone signals and everything. And so there were four of us up on a mountain. Um, you know, we were camping overnight, winter camping as much as it was winter at that point. And we yeah. were getting all sorts of texts from all the wives and everything talking about, well, school's closed. This is closed. That's closed. Another thing's closed. <laughs> um, and we're like, well, this is some real way to get away from everything. And we had plans yeah. to go into Bitters and Bones, which is a uh, restaurant in Saranac Lake, Saturday for dinner. And we're like, well, wonder what we should do there. And we're like, well, let's, let's go and see. And so we went, and the whole town was, like, quiet. And then you walk into Bitters and Bones, and it's, like, crazy. There's people everywhere. It's loud. <laughs> there's music playing. And we're like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy now the thought of going inside a restaurant and it being crazy busy mm -hmm. like it, it, let alone being able to go inside the restaurant at all is just it's <laughs> mind-blowing given like you know what we're doing now but just the fact that two weeks ago we could go into a restaurant and the only thing that was different was you saw half the people that you normally would yeah it's strange. But at the, at the time, that was the guideline. And now it, now that seems like, oh, my gosh, that's the stupidest thing you could possibly do. Yep. Yeah, it's how quickly how quickly we changed, right? And so that that's what happened. We came back from that bitters and bones, and then that's when I was like, well, I should see, you know, I mean, because we're connected now and we're in it. And I was like, let me just, and then I got a text from my boss that was like, yeah, we're 100% work from home starting Monday. So, yeah. Um, I mean, in that way, that means, you know, as of the 18th, you know, I was, I'm home and my team was home. And so everybody on my team is all healthy and we're all good there, you know? So that's, yeah. that's something, I guess. Um, it's nice. It's nice that you got one last trip up to the mountains. Yeah, that was cool. And when we were coming out, I saw this person that I thought I recognized and I was like, that would be weird. 
Um, so we went to the car or whatever, and we were on, and then uh, chatting. And he comes around. He goes, "I thought that was your voice." And it was, um, <laughs> it was, it was Jake. It was uh, Sarah Kai's. It was her boyfriend. Oh yeah. And she was up there doing the Saranac uh, Sixer because, um, uh, but, but, but what what the hell just happened? Oh, Chuckanut was canceled. So mm-hmm. she got the email that Chuck and I was canceled and well, go do the FKT for the Saranac Sixer because I'm walking past. <laughs> did she this. get it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. I mean, she was crushing it. But when I saw him, um, but I'm not connected to the Internet anymore. So I don't know what actually anybody does at all, which is funny <laughs> because um, I was. Yeah, I mean, I got so many stories to tell you. I haven't talked to you in so long. <laughs> yeah, tell them. Um, so we were walking by his, you know, his, uh, truck, he has a a pickup truck with a cab on the back and, um, and there's all this like running gear all laid out on the windshield. It must've been from her previous run (laughs) that were like drying, like there's some pants and there's a a buff and a sports bra and they're all like laid out on the windshield and he's just kind of standing out on the highway. And I was like, yeah, I was like some, I like it. I was in the woods for two days, so I hadn't put things all together, but. Yeah, then we drove back and we drove to Pulaski and I got a text message that said, hey, if you can get any toilet paper up in Pulaski, <laughs> bring it down with you. I'm like, what is going on? Um, so, when, oh, the other thing was, so um, in January, like January was super crazy for work because I had this giant conversion project. Nuts. Um, that went live on February 1st. So I was like, okay, we're good February 1st. And it takes like a week for that kind of stuff to settle. And then I'm like, okay, back to running, back to the podcast, back to life. Then my, um, I go for a run um, with the borough runners outside of fifth. We start at fifth frame brewery, go for a run, come mm-hmm. back, um, have a beer or two. And then all my stuff gets stolen out of my car. So my laptop, oh, my, my laptop and my iPad got stolen. Luckily I had, uh, luckily I had a backup of the recording that I did with Chrissy mail, but it was like completely oh. unedited and rough. And, and so yeah. then I didn't have any computers to edit it and I'm like, well, okay, I'll get a computer. So I got this second hand used laptop that I'm talking to you on and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get back to this podcast again. And then like, okay, now we don't see each other anymore. So nobody goes on runs yeah. together. So we don't have <laughs> anything to talk about. Right. Like, I'm just getting getting kicked around here. Um, it's like I the know. podcast isn't supposed to happen or something, but damn it, we're willing it into existence. Yeah, you got a one-two punch. Feels like a three-four. But again, like like I said, all of this with the preface of it's just weird. You know, like I'm super fortunate and super lucky, and I'm in a good place as far as everything goes, but boy, is it just weird. It's it's such a yeah, it's a scary time, a weird time, an uncomfortable time to be alive. But I I do feel like at some point we're going to get through all of this and then we're gonna look back on it and just you know, be grateful for all of those little things that you can do and just think about, I don't know, we're going to tell our, I'm going to tell my kids someday and your kids will live through it. But you know, at one point we couldn't see our friends, you know, like I don't know how many times this has ever happened in history that you weren't allowed to go outside and, and see your friends or go for a run with somebody or go get a beer with someone. So it's just, it's something that I never had even thought that, it was possible to happen. 
Yeah, and that's that's what I, what I was saying is like in the Great Depression, like people couldn't do certain things. Or you think about like the the giant dust bowl, right? And you go like, well, that had to be crazy. You couldn't go outside. Well, okay, now I get the not going out part. Like I get the you know, but it it is when you read these things, and unless you're in the context of them, you you can tend to sort of surface level. Oh, I understand what that meant. No, I think now we're getting yeah. a little dose of understanding what that means. Well, can you can you can you imagine how much um, first person uh, source material is going to come out of this for for social studies classes a hundred years from now? How many podcasts we're going to start during this time period of people telling about their experience? It's a it's going to be a gold mine for historians. Like they won't have to, you know, they'll they won't have to look for anything. Or they're going to have to sift through all the trash to get to the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But and it's funny too. Like you mentioned, like the Dust Bowl or all of these other major events, the Great Depression. What do they get in a high school history class? A day, two days, maybe a week to talk about some of the big stuff. And but at the time, like how long did the Great Depression last? Years, I think. Yeah, I like don't even four, remember like because four years, like twenty nine to thirty three, right? Some your guess is as good as mine, but it, it's so funny because. At the time, that was life that everybody was living, just like now. And we've only been in this for two weeks, but it feels like two years. Oh, but yeah, at some point, if it, if this were to end tomorrow, then this would be a, the tiniest blurb at the bottom of a chapter in a history book. Yeah. And one time some people got sick. <laughs> a, Literally, a yeah. New a new strain of the flu was introduced and the exposure rate was greater <laughs> than all the others. And that was the way right. it was forever. <laughs> and obviously it's so much more serious than that. It's just funny that what perspective might do to this. Yeah, it's it's a weird ah, it's a weird world. I, I was saying, like, you know, may you live in interesting times. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Check mark. Uh, although I I'll take less interesting times if I, if I get the choice. Yeah, let's go back to normal scene. Let's let's be bored with having to go out to dinner again. Ugh. Where are we going to go out to dinner again? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's there's that. Um so now that we're all caught up, um what do, what are you drinking, Greg? Oh yeah. Um I am drinking a Swiftwater IPA. Nice. Good job. I How about a, you? I think I know where you're I have a, uh, oh. a handy-dandy uh, Run Wild uh, from Athletic Brewing Company. And, uh, I, Those are so good. Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm really digging them. And they're, they're very helpful um, in a time like this when all you want to do is drink all day. Well, <laughs> now you can without the guilt. Yeah, and without without being blasted and hung over, you just have a couple beers and hey, you're good. You're actually hydrating, you know. So this whole thing is sponsored by Athletic Brewing Company, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and Swiss Water is a good beer too. I gotta tell you, um, I'm I was really excited. Rarbox closed for a week and a half to. Um, figure out how they were going to, you know, kind of do their new model. And they opened up on Wednesday and um, they had uh, crawlers and cans available. And I was like, 
place my order. Thank you. <laughs> Don't have to go to the, you know, it seems now it seems a little bit, um, it seems a little bit unfortunate that all the beer sections in Wegmans are in the back corners of the store. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go all the way in. You have to go through all the food, all the cleaning supplies, all the toilet paper. You got to pass where everybody wants what? to go. Well, speaking of Wegman, I actually went to Wegman's today, and one of the things that struck me is how obviously we've gone through shortages of different things in the last couple of weeks, but it seems that um, certain is of of shortening, and today. I couldn't find yeast because I was trying to make uh, pizza dough, and I couldn't find mozzarella cheese. Odd. The two things that you need to make a pizza. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I was like, the, the whole section was gone, and I don't know what it is about this weekend that made everybody think I have to make pizza today. Yeah, it is strange how things like that happen. Um, I was listening to the podcast and they were talking about the weird things that were like out of stock on Amazon. And it's not really the things you think of like, you know, hand sanitizer being out of stock or stuff like that. It's, it's just, um, he was saying like, uh, webcams can't buy a webcam on Amazon <laughs> right now. And, yeah. and I guess you sort of get that, but would you ever think that there would be a day when you couldn't buy a webcam on Amazon? No, I, I don't know why I would have thought that, but that reminds me, my dad apparently bought stock in Zoom back in February <laughs> before any of this happened, and now he's really happy he did, and I was like, how did you know to buy stock in that? Because yeah. Zoom, Zoom has taken off, I mean, we're not on Zoom right now, but Zoom's taken off, everybody's using it now. Yeah, so what did he say? Um, I mean, he made some money off of it, but but he, did, he, did he say like, yeah, I kind of figured that everybody'd be uh, video podcasting and uh, calling. I figured no, that students a, would be running their classrooms remote. <laughs> no, he's always a little like coy about it. He's you know just oh, I follow the trends. I'm like, uh, okay, that's uh, <laughs> that doesn't help me. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Way to pass on your wisdom. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I did uh, run, so that's something, you know, ostensibly yeah, so ostensibly, this is a running podcast. Ostensibly, so you work for the, a running store. <laughs> you're doing the virtual race, right? I, I, oh, I hit my crickets button, sorry. <laughs> Why is it still going? Stop, crickets. Is this the sound effect? Yeah, these crickets keep, just keep, it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, I was trying to just clean the dust out in between the buttons because I haven't used this board in so long. Um, yeah, so I did sign up for that thing, but really I signed up to, to you know, give each of the running stores $6.33. Um, we thank you. But I uh, decided to run. Well, then, you know, there's the donation pile, and I was like, well... This would be the most expensive DNF I've had in a while, so I should uh, run. <laughs> yeah. Know. I mean, it's working. I mean, I did six uh, yesterday, six and a half yesterday, and I did eight today. Um, and I got to tell you, I mean, like, like it felt good. I, f I feel, you know, 
for those for those that don't know, it's been a little bit of a journey for me to get running lately. Uh, yeah. So, um, but the, I did the eight today and I, I did well. Like I felt good, and uh, but I was like, oh no, I know what's going to happen, and I completely just asked out on the couch like I had run a 20 miler <laughs> like I had run a 20 mile in Ontario County Park you know like I just, after you finished yeah I just crashed for like an hour on the couch like involuntarily <laughs> you know um that that used to happen to me when I would do long runs on the trails and stuff you know but uh not usually not used to happen for eight milers but that's where we're at right did now. did you did you run on a trail today or roads no I'm just trying to just go right out the door um I did last week actually go to uh, Menden and do uh, the 10K loop. Did it one way with Garth and then another way myself. Um, but I'm just, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go right out the door and get the run in these days. And, yeah. you know, I got eight miles in in an hour and 12 minutes or something. And I was back at home and took a shower and like, it's done, you know? So nice. That's kind of Yeah, good. that's great. Yeah. That feels uh, that it feels efficient. This sounds like the way that I should be doing this virtual race, um, splitting it up into a couple of runs. But I instead have procrastinated until the last day, and so tomorrow I'm going to attempt to do 19. Uh, so is that the question? Is is that puzzle done? <laughs> um, <laughs> the puzzle is not done. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, so I, I'm going to force myself to get up at, at five tomorrow and I'm going to try to do an out and back on the Crescent Trail, uh, depending on conditions. If it's, uh, it's been raining a little bit, so if it's muddy, I'll just put on the road shoes and just do some road miles, but, um, <laughs> it could be ugly. <laughs> sounds adventurous. <laughs> I'm, I, I really, I really like your adventure, your sense of adventure the, here. The longest run I've done in months was 10 miles. So this is almost double that. Yeah. That, that, um, I hadn't done 10 miles in a long time. And then I did, um, the last runner standing, which who knew that that would yeah. be the last time we would all be together, you know? So, right. um, yeah, I did last runner standing and I did 10 miles there, but that is, you know, your first miles, 20 minutes, your second miles, 19 minutes, you know? Yeah, that's so, that's not a long run. That's a speed workout. Yeah, <laughs> once you once you get down into there, yeah, you start really getting some. Uh, you start dropping. That's about when I stopped running, you know. So <laughs> when you, <laughs> but I felt like uh, I felt like those ten miles were those were good. But to me, I love that as like a social thing. I know that yeah. I know that once it starts getting down around nine minutes, you know, for um, a loop, like it starts to get a little bit difficult for me and. I'm never going to be, you know, this year was crazy. Um, a whole bunch of people uh, went the full distance and ended up having to have um, the last mile be a race. Pretty crazy. Really? Yeah, they all, uh, Katie, uh, Katie Gadu ended up with um, mm -hmm. one other girl, which I, I forget her name, unfortunately. Um, but it was like her first time doing the race and she was sort of new to the group. Um and they both went 26 miles and then wow. Katie was ready to race and, uh, you know, cause going to have to win this thing. And, um, yeah. then Davin also, uh, went 26 miles with another guy, um, Davin Oskvig. And that guy was like, Oh, I'm done. And they're like, no, you got to run the last <laughs> lap. You got to race. And the guy, the guy lines up and Eric says, go. And Davin like 
blast off like it was mile one, <laughs> and the guy just stood there. He was like, whatever. <laughs> he totally played him for a clown. It was funny. That's awesome. Did Davin finish the lap? No. He got to the like the corner of the loop, and he looked back, and the guy was just standing there. He's like, what? Oh. That's funny. Yeah. That seems like a fun race. I've never done that one. Oh, it is. It's really just, it's a good time. I mean, because you can walk the first couple miles with people and you just chat and people are hanging out the whole time, even after. What's what's really great about it is usually when I'm in a, a race, I get about halfway through the race and the thought hits me that, oh, somebody's already won already. The race is already over. I just got to get back to my car. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But in this one, like when your race is over, like you can hang around and you can actually see the winners, you know? So that's what's right. You get to be the spectators at the end of the race for the winners. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see the end of the race, which, which if you're in the race, you never get to see. Yeah. Logistically, that's impossible for any (laughs) other, for any like normal type of race. Yep. Yeah, so that's been pretty good. Pretty pretty good getting back running, doing the running thing. Are you had you had you been training for anything before all of this? No. 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 <laughs> no. I like I had said, like January was just I was probably working, you know, fifty five, sixty hour weeks and I I wasn't interested in really I thought that I was gonna try to run because, you know, people are like, Oh, run and relieve stress. I don't know. I, I guess maybe it used to relieve stress for me. Um, but when you have no time to do it, uh, and I guess some people will say like, yeah, when you have no time, that's why you got to make the time. Cause you gotta, you know, get out. And I get it. Like, and I, maybe that used to be that way for me, but, um, no, I didn't really have much of an interest in it. I was kind of, I mean, I kind of did. I was like, Oh, I should be running, but I just, I don't know. Over the past couple of months, I've learned to not beat myself up about like not getting out for a run that day, you know? So yeah. now I'm like, well, it's opportunity. Go do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I was all winter too. I wasn't really psyched on running. I, I was running a couple of times a week, but definitely not training, definitely not doing anything structured. And it was because I didn't, I, I just didn't feel like it. And I would tell myself that, I don't want to push myself into doing it at a time that I don't want to do it because then I might resent it in the long run. So <laughs> sounds I, like a well-crafted I, excuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted to, I wanted to let myself want to, to run more. <laughs> I didn't if want to lo- force myself to do it. If you love something, set it free. <laughs> yeah. Set it free. <laughs> exactly. If it comes back. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it it has come back and I don't know if it's clouded by the fact that I can't do anything else. Yeah. But you might that might be what you need, you know? Like um that might be exactly yeah. I don't know. Um Sorry, taking some notes here. Yeah, I'm a professional no, podcaster, good. you know. I'm professional. Way more than me. <laughs> I don't know. You got that equipment all set up. You look good. Yeah. Where did I get this equipment? <laughs> no, I said you got it all set up. It looks good. Yeah, no. And uh, who did I get this from? Oh, well, I don't know where you got those headphones. Those look fancy. These are uh, Amazon 
Amazon, uh, the cheapest noise canceling headphones money can buy. Mm. Did you not? Did I? Um, did I thought I gave you a pair of headphones too? You just didn't like those. No, I don't think you did. Oh, I should. Have. I had a pair. I thought I gave you a full kit. Whoops. I thought I gave you the full thing. Um, no, I mean you gave me a bunch of a bunch of stuff, but definitely no headphones. But that's uh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, you know, I was ready. To, I was ready to set up my whole new movie studio in here, and then I realized I didn't have a GoPro anymore. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I, I'm barely. I'm I'm barely getting. Uh, I got this thing off the ground right now. So. Um, no, well, it looks good. Recording. I mean, you got the microphone works well for you, and you got the you got the boom arm going. You look legit there. Yeah, it, it feels a little legit. I did uh, multi-purpose use this for my Dungeons and Dragons game recently, also. Yeah, I'm not jealous that I was never invited to that. I'm not jealous <laughs> at all. You know. Well, it's we're like ten sessions into the campaign. It would be just hard to catch you up on everything. Ten sessions. All you gotta do is meet somebody in a town that you have a beer <laughs> with, and that you're like, "Oh, hey, you look well equipped to join our party." But, <laughs> That's true. I forgot you used to play Dungeons and Dragons, right? I used to try to play back in the day. I I never got like big enough into it. Like we, you know. Um, in college, there was one kid that was actually a really good uh, DM. And so we would do the character sheets and we would play a couple um, a couple sessions. And we had a few jokers that would always just want to like, I poked the dragon with a stick or like, you know, I, um, I banged the barmaid <laughs> in front of his, in front of her boss. And it's like, you know, that's not how we do this, you know? Um, but it, yeah. so it was fun. But like, I listen, I listen to adventure zone. I'm a big fan of adventure mm-hmm. zone, which is kind of the, the amount, like, you know, they have just enough rules to be tolerant. Like they don't do things like encumbrance and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, encumbrance is a pain. So anyway, this is this is getting really into the weeds for the people that don't play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> well, imagine if you wanted to play a new game and you had to learn what the hell encumbrance was. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that that was me and my friends two years ago when we started playing. None of us had ever played, and so we just started to figure it out ourselves. Yeah, and it's you know that's fun. And Adventure Zone's a good podcast, even if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, because they're just hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're the McElroy brothers, and they do like yeah famous podcasts like My Brother, My Brother and Me. But um, Adventure Zone is just good, very good. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. So I have. Um, that's the thing. Like my difficulty right now is like I'm not. I I I have not been on Facebook since September. I refuse to let some little dumb global pandemic drive me back to Facebook. <laughs> um, and, and because like, I don't want it. I don't want to get slapped in the face with the garbage that is out there just cause like, I'm trying to sift through the sift through the junk to find one little thing and like reconnect with people. I would love to reconnect with people, but I don't want to scroll past the garbage to get there. So, yeah, I, I don't think you're missing out on anything. Yeah. But I don't have like, I don't have the um, regular interaction, right? Because I'm not in those two places. So I can't say, oh, so-and-so did this really neat thing. I need to have them on the podcast because I don't know what the hell anybody did. 
right? Like, yeah. I go out to Strava a little bit and, you know, something. But I'm taking, like, I'm even social media distancing at this point, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I've been out, I went on an Instagram a couple times and I, uh, I mean, Instagram is like, and give it, give it, uh, mark it here, give it 12 to 18 months and Instagram's the new Facebook. It's already, oh, yeah. it's already creeping in there in a lot of different ways, but boy, it's close now. So, yeah. so yeah, I don't have any of those connections. So it would be neat if I had established some of those prior to this, if I had like the prescience <laughs> that your dad did, you know if I had an online whatever thing, but here's where we're at. Maybe we'll go full circle and like MySpace will come back and, <laughs> um, that'll be the new one that everybody's using. Yeah. I mean, I have a little slack. I have the podcast slack and we got like five people out there, the five diehards that stay out there regardless. I think slack is like a bridge too far for people because they just think, whatever facebook that's where everybody is and so mm-hmm. nobody wants to go to something else they just you know they're like this is fine i don't i don't care that it's a terrible horrible cesspool i think that you need to get on tiktok oh god <laughs> cuz i think this is also showing our uh generational gap with with the youth today because us talking about how everybody's on facebook does not connect with a lot of like people growing up now no um but which obviously aren't the target audience right but there are um something like three billion users on facebook or something stupid like that like i think at one point the last number i had seen was they had 1.1 billion monthly active users so crazy, you know, that's just a seventh of the world. So, um, that is kind of, but so when you were first talking about like, Oh, this is going to be a treasure trove for historians. I was like, yeah, Yeah. if they can make (laughs) their way through (laughs) TikTok (laughs) and save Snapchats and you know, uh, there's just that there's so much content being produced you know, and you wonder what's going to actually, again, what, what makes it out of history? You know, running inside out is uh, five years old in June. <laughs> five years from now, unless it turns 10, nobody's going to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I hold no, I hold no uh, delusions of grandeur that anything that I produce is going to be reviewed by anybody in the history of the world after it's done being produced. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're going to they're going to look back and they'll be like these people are so interested in recording themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. And and it's going to be really hard to figure out quotes because of memes and people are going to be like don't know who really said the first recorded saying of this was uh uh, Memboy123. I don't know who he was, but he was very profound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, thanks. I've had a lot of time to think. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you, you been... Going? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, have you been, like, keeping sane at home, or is it... Has it been pretty tough? Um, 
it is tough to it, it is easy to maintain the status quo. Um, my children are at an age where uh, so yesterday uh, it was like about noon and uh, I, I said to my wife, I said, Did you see the kids yet today? You know, so like they're happy to be upstairs in their bedroom. Like they're just, they're on their iPads. They're playing Roblox and Minecraft and watching YouTube. And so it's easy to like maintain status quo. You know, we can, we got enough, we got enough devices, enough screens and enough rooms in our house that if anybody needs alone time and we got a neighborhood that we can go walking through, we don't, yeah, we don't live in a city where, um, we don't live in a city where we have to avoid people. We're not on full lockdown and anything like that. So it's easy to do that. Now it's tough to meet my aspirational goals of what this amount of time in the house should turn out to be. Right. Like, yeah, like that bathroom should be remodeled. The laundry should be done. You know, like you said, I always said I would clean up my house if I had more time. (laughs) The time wasn't the issue. <laughs> Can you play the crickets too? There they are. They're in the replay mode. Usually, I, don't know, I think the crickets are crickets are out pretty big today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I really. I really don't feel I feel bored in that there's there's a lot of limitations to what you can and can't do. But it's not that there's too much time because I, I'm definitely filling the day with things like right now. So the puzzles, I'm not uh, I'm not somebody that's like in the jigsaw puzzles. That's not why I'm doing it. But Kaylee is taking a computer science class and they also do a puzzle challenge where you get a packet full of 10 different puzzles. It's a take-home test. And puzzle is a weird word to describe it because when you look at each of the 10 puzzles, you don't know how to start it and you don't know what they're asking you to solve. So every single puzzle has a one-word answer to it, one English word answer. But the puzzle will be something like, um, 10 lines of seemingly gibberish letters and then a blank line at the bottom. And then it just asks you, what's the answer? Okay. And, and that's all that it gives you. And so that was one of the ones that we did. The, the, and the name of the puzzle usually gives you a little bit of a hint, but the name was called sets. And then it gave you like uh, 10 lines of English letters with a colon somewhere in there. And, then you just had to figure out one English word as the answer. And Chris, these puzzles take hours. On average, the one that we we've solved nine so far out of the ten, and on average they've take took two hours per puzzle just to figure out what the heck you're doing. But yeah. you're you're on you're on Wikipedia googling the capitals of countries and then their relative elevations and latitude and longitude and the colors of their flags and all of these different kind of things to try to figure out what the heck they're even asking you for. And then somehow finally you come up with an answer. You know I was a computer science major, right? 
No, I didn't. <laughs> so, so what you're so saying? So you would you would like this? Well, so I we did those. That that was definitely okay. that was definitely something we did in in um in the beginning comp sci classes, because yeah. you are you're trying to. <clears throat> every computer science problem has one million ways to be solved. Um, but what you're trying to figure out is what actually is the solution you're looking for, right? And right. The, one of the hardest parts about computer science is defining the requirements of what you're, you know, ultimately going to do when, how do, how do I know I'm done, you know? So, yeah, right. And then the second thing I don't want to, I don't want maybe the less astute listeners didn't pick up, but so what you said was you're doing your girlfriend's homework. <laughs> No, not not true. So she's allowed to work as a team. So I signed up for this puzzle weekend separately, and we signed up all on the same team. So you're allowed to work together. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, and that's... and if if anybody really wants to do, I'm doing a tiny fraction of the work, and she and our other roommates are doing way more. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I was going to ask Kaylee. How much? Yeah. Of, how much of her homework are you actually doing? <laughs> she would be upset if she found out that I told you that I did her homework. Yeah, your attribution was probably greater than your contribution, right there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But yeah, she so she's doing this free um, college level intro computer science course that she she found a website full of free college courses that are yeah. almost like a master class mm -hmm. and at the end of it you can optionally pay for a certificate oh, for the I class was, that I goes back maybe you said that she was doing the stanford uh classes the stanford classes are all on um youtube and audible and those are oh, super really? great too yeah stanford computer science Awesome. I haven't looked into those, but this she found this whole website called edX, um, and it, it's it's courses in anything that you can think of, really taught uh, in video lessons by college professors, and then at the end of it, you can optionally pay for your certificate. Man, that girl's so good, boy. <laughs> you got you got real oh, yeah. you got real lucky there, Greg. I know. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one thing she wants to do in all of her downtime is learn how to write computer code. It's pretty great. And I'm playing Legends of Zelda. <laughs> You're talking about your D and D meetings. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great, though. It's good. You know, yin and yang. Yin and yang. Exactly. Which one's the good one? I'm not. I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> I don't think they're scored. <laughs> Fair enough. Ed X, you um, say, huh? All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you should check it out. I've been it's, really, it's cool. I've been really looking at um, masterclass, and there's a lot of stuff. But again, to me, that is that's the aspirational one mm -hmm. that I'm just. I, what I need to do is I need to figure out a way, and I think I might have done it. Um, I was, I was just let in on these, uh, the secret, weekly virtual happy hours, and I think I'm gonna mine some podcast guests out of that virtual happy nice. hour. I think that's what I'm gonna do because that's ultimately what I need to do, right? I need, I want, and I should, and and my desire is to get back to doing more podcasts. So yeah. I need to figure out how to do that. It's just, 
I am, I am, you wouldn't know it, but I'm, I'm fairly antisocial. Like, <laughs> but so, so you are invited to this virtual speakeasy and yeah. you're going to poach other interesting guests from this speakeasy. Isn't that what socialites do? And don't they, I think so. Yeah, no, go, it, it, that sounds legit. You go to a mixer, you meet somebody and you say, Hey, Forget these squares. Let's go have our own party over here. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I got two microphones, one pair of headphones. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just turn on the tapes and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and then let everybody know what they missed out on. <laughs> yeah. I I looked into the masterclass thing, too. I think it's there's a, a lot of things on there that I think are really interesting that I don't think have any um, other than them being interesting, I don't think they'll have much application to my life. Um, but there's one on like photography that I thought would be cool. I think Stephen King does one on yep. storytelling, yep. which I think would be cool. Um, yeah, there's a few. And then I think like, isn't it like Tommy Iommi? Isn't he giving it to, Oh no, it's, uh, it's, uh, the dude from rage against the machine is giving guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. lessons. Like, come on, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Jane Goodall gives the lessons on yeah. like how to speak with, um, oh gosh, gorillas. Yeah. Tom, Mor gorillas. Tom Morello. That's who it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. Christina Aguilera teaches singing. Steve Martin teaches comedy. <clears throat> yeah. And anyways. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Masterclass. <laughs> and athletic brewing. Yeah. Right. I mean, that makes sense. You don't want to be all wasted if you spend a bunch of money on Masterclass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, but there's so many out here. I really should just do it and then just, and, and there, I've, I know somebody that did a few and he's like, yeah, they're all bite-sized. They're like, they're like 15 minutes. It's not like you sit down for four hours. It's a bunch yeah. of different chapters, you know? Um, so anyways, <clears throat> I might do it. I don't know. Well, Maybe. let me know if you do, and uh, yeah, shoot me over your username and password just in case. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, I think what they have is they have you can get two logins for when you when you actually subscribe, you get two logins. And, really? Yeah. Now that you're um now that your Patreon's racking in some fat cash, <laughs> you should uh you should start blowing it on Pogs and Penny Candy. You know. I know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I will say there, there is a, I am very impressed. And obviously the giving nature of the community has just kind of come out recently, right? Like $17,000 for the, the COVID run. Um, Ellie Pell and Amelia Kaufman raised $1,000 in a week with just a virtual run of them doing their own loops for Ithaca stores. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, like your Patreon, you know, what, what are you up to? You're up to like. 30 people or something in there, I think now. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Um, no, I, I, I feel the same. I, I think that there, the community that we have is just so giving and, and they want to see us here when this is all over that it's, it's kind of humbling um, to, to see how much money people are, the spending, but even more than that, just the support that they're giving in other ways too, financially or just, you know, sending a text or um, talking about us or whatever it is. But yeah, it's definitely, you feel the love during a time like this. Yeah, man. 30, 31 Patreons. That's pretty good. 
I mean, you uh, you blew right past the podcast, which is good because I mean, you're you're actually making stuff, which is which is a thing. Um, that's that's kind of well, part it of it. Keeps me bu- it keeps me busy too. Yeah, that's kind of part of the deal, you know. And I saw your last one. It looks like uh, I I haven't watched it one, but it, it looks like you uh, um, had some footage, uh, some found footage from Italy from last year. Yeah, I was getting a little nostalgic with this rainy weather that we had for some nicer summer temperatures and um, and pulled some stuff together from one of the days in Italy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that's um, that's a bummer, huh? That's one of the casualties of this whole thing, huh? Yeah, it's we haven't we haven't pulled the plug on it yet. I've been really honest with everybody that's going, and we have a little bit of time to to wait and see but uh, i mean based on if everything is status quo what it is right now obviously we're not going to italy but if if may comes around and and we're everything's looking a little bit better who knows um we can still book flights that's the main thing that we have that we would have to do if there's still airlines yeah exactly yeah Yeah, there's so many questions but ultimately if we did have to pull the plug on it we don't have too much um put into it so it'll be okay but it'll be a huge bummer not to be able to go yeah absolutely yeah that's one that is concerning to me i mean the economic stuff of all of this is definitely concerning to me um there's going to be but there's going to be whole industries that are just you know Kablamo. I know. I don't yeah. I mean I, I don't know what really I mean that's the other thing. My um my um self isolation, my quarantine, my my whatever, socialing whatever, I'm not even reading the news because I get enough of it nine hours a day at work. Like Yeah. I see the test results, I'm dealing with the conversations about what we're gonna do about it and so I'm like ah, I don't need any more outside of it. But yeah, I mean how Maybe we come out of this with like nationalized airlines. Um, your generation really gets behind the idea of universal basic income. Maybe we end up with in thirty years we end up with universal basic income because of this. Who knows? You know, I don't know. But- I, I could, I could definitely see it happening. There seems to be a lot of things that are already happening with the federal government that look a little bit more progressive in that way um you know right now but it i don't know who knows it it could happen you got to see if this all sticks right like (laughs) yeah if this is if this is a couple week thing and it fades into the distance and we all wipe our collective brains of this memory and go back to uh sweating all over each other on the trails then maybe maybe <laughs> this won't change a thing you know who knows but who knows who knows people could like that $1200 check that they're getting in the mail at some point i you know yeah sure sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who doesn't who doesn't like a gift from the government right yeah exactly <laughs> full circle back to taxes everybody should do their taxes i really should do my taxes that's what i got to do i got to got to get on that <laughs> Instead, I'm talking on the microphone to some joker on the other side of the city. <laughs> you got to find a way to make it a game. Yeah, yeah. The game is, can you find these forms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the game. Did we get That's one of puzzle. those? 
Yeah. That's a puzzle right there. Ten what? What number is this? I've never heard of this number before. <laughs> Schedule what? Oh. <sighs> All right, man. Well, you got anything else? Anything else going on? My beer's gone. Yeah, mine's gone, too. Um... <laughs> No, I'm going to run tomorrow or walk or whatever it turns into to get 19 miles. Um, yeah, no, but that's that's pretty much all that's going on. Well, I can't help but admire your uh, your positive attitude here, your your puzzle-solving nature, as it were. <laughs> um, you know, you're just, you're just going through this thing rolling 20s, right? Like that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's another reference. <laughs> so I'm a professional. Sometimes I'm rolling ones, but hopefully, yeah, but hopefully I get some 20s here and there. Yeah. Oh, and maybe may we all level up after this, right? Yeah, for sure. No, but no, this has been good. This is like every time I get to talk to somebody <laughs> over the internet, it's like a highlight of my day. Yeah. Um, which is funny because like normally I I'm I think I'm like you and I shy away from social media and I, I don't post on my own social media. So the idea of going on Skype and talking with a friend had is foreign to me until um, this time period. But it's it's been a nice. Yeah, it's been good. Um, yeah. And that's that's what's hard about getting the word out about your stuff. Right. As if you don't normally yeah. get the word out about <laughs> your stuff, then getting the word out about your stuff feels weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not a big self-promoter, but it turns out that that's really what you shouldn't be doing, you know? So, mm, oh well. Yeah, sometimes you just got to try to do it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, take care. Uh, let's be in touch. I'll keep I'll keep watching you on the Internet, um, and uh, maybe someday we'll, uh, we'll be in the same place at the same time. Oh, I yeah, get, we can only help. I got to get me some more of those uh, CBD bars, man. I'm all out. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, they got they they got me through a couple of days. I always <laughs> would be like, oh, I'm gonna eat half of one of these. No, I got I need the, need the whole need the whole thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I gotta I gotta figure out how to order on that their website of yours. I know. Basically, it's, you're trying to make it easy, which is like just type in the box and tell us what you want. <laughs> It should be in the really soon way easier than that. So yeah. I'll just leave that as a little a teaser. Okay. But should be able to order online soon. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try. That's what I'm gonna go out right now, and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to order some, some COVID bars. And if not, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be calling you back and saying, you know, drop them off. Cool. I'll forward it on to my uh, secretary, Jonathan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Back at the back at the uh, HQ. Back at the home HQ. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, have a good day. Uh, you know, go get yourself another Swift water. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, change uh, beers here now that we're at the the nine o'clock hour. So that should be good. <laughs> um. All right. See ya. Cool. Yeah. Good talking to you. See ya, Chris. Yep. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna turn this thing off. <laughs> Where's the button? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. An episode in the can with Mr. Greg Casto. 
So some of the things we talked about there, if you're interested in going and reading about him, um, I didn't get a link to his D&D group, so none of us are joining that puppy. Um, but I did put a link out to the Rochester Running Company Patreon, and um, I'm going to go try to find that at X, and I'll put that in there right now, and we'll see. There it is. No, that's smart planning for smart wire at uh, X courses. There it is. Got it. So I'm going to put that in the podcast, um, in the show notes. And the show notes are going to be at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash 094. So you got that um, going for you. And um, I did. I mentioned another podcast with Ellie. If y'all don't know, I do another podcast called Hamstrings and Heartstrings. Uh, Ellie Pell and I, Ellie's a runner in Ithaca, a very fasty fast pants. Um, and we have started, we're in the six episodes now and, um, tomorrow we're going to be recording about her, um, her backyard ultra where, uh, her and Amelia Kaufman ran, uh, 4.166 miles per uh, hour miles. Miles per hour. That's not exactly what they did. Every hour they ran 4.166 miles um, and they had a fundraiser for shops in Ithaca. And so we're going to talk about all that tomorrow on Hamstrings and Heartstrings. So I'm going to put a link to that out on the show notes too if anybody wants to go find that. Or you can just search Hamstrings and Heartstrings. Um, And what else? I think that's really what I got for you. Um, Keep on keeping on, folks. Uh, just, you know, remember, be kind to each other. Like, it, social distancing doesn't mean that you can't wave to somebody when you see them. Um, reach out to some people, maybe if you haven't talked to them. I know that's difficult for me to do. It's not kind of my uh, MO to uh, just call somebody out of the blue and say, hey, but I'm trying to do it. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're struggling or things are tough, uh, look look for the helpers. Um See, see, there's plenty of people willing to help and lots of things out there. Um, and just reach out and let somebody know. And if you're sitting pretty, uh, see if there's anything you can do to help people. I don't know. Um, and, you know, get out and go for a run or get on a treadmill, go for a run, whatever brings your uh, sanity to you. Um, all right. Until next time, uh, you know. It seems weird to uh, say these, but, you know, um, be thankful for what you've been given. Be proud of what you've achieved and let go of what you've lost. See you out there. Bye.